The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Tēnā koutou and haere mai to the Paradise Delay podcast on Fresh FM. As you know, I have been picking blueberries on the East Coast, Highway 35. And so I've been picking blueberries. I was picking the blueberries and actually started chatting with this guy who was wearing a straw hat with wraparound sunglasses. I was like, he looks like a character. And we got talking and we got talking about music. And he was like, yo, my son plays music. He's a DJ in Melbourne. And I was like, no way. Are you talking about DJ Spell? And he was like, yeah, that's my son. Now, if you don't know who DJ Spell is, DJ Spell streams on Twitch. He makes beats, he enters in competitions. He's won a few of Kenny Beats competitions. He actually, he won so many of them, he got banned from the competition. He's on Twitch, he's crack up. His name's DJ Spell. I responded to the man who wears a straw hat and drives a bright orange Toyota Estima with the white words Mars printed on the side. I responded, hey, DJ Spell's cool. And the man was like, yeah, he gets it all from me. Now, this man's name is Rawiti. Rawiti Galgan. He is Tainuri, so from the mighty Waikato. And we recorded this podcast sitting on the sun on Rawiri and his wife Terry's porch, drinking a tea and eating jam scones. You get the full ASM experience with this recording, with Tui singing, a cicada buzzing, and even the wind enters the recording at some points, but not for long, so it's alright. So I really hope you guys enjoy this recording with Rawiri Galgan. He was a medical doctor who had his practice on K Road in Auckland, a classically trained pianist, and for fun he researches and writes journal articles about the history and whakapapa of Tokamaru Bay. Enjoy ladies and lads. Thanks for having me here on your porch. Yeah. It's nice to have you in Kanakwe and um, we had Kiakwe and Moto. Horangatira uh, uh, with my wife. Yeah, kia ora. Yeah, kia ora. Yeah, thanks for having me here in Tokamaru. No, eh? You're welcome. No my haramai. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you're a very um, interesting, eloquent speaker, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about it. We'll find out. <laughs> find out. Yeah, thanks for having me here. You're welcome. It's a beautiful day. The birds mm. are whistling. We're just sitting out on the porch. Sitting under uh, uh, the Tupuna Manga, Manga Marotiri. And that's the mountain here for this this hapu, Rua Taupari, Whanau Rua Taupari. Rua Taupari was a princess who lived up in Hicks Bay, Farikahika, and about 450 years ago made her way back to Tokomaru Bay. 
Yeah. Uh, she was married to a, a warrior, uh, chief, very well known, high profile. She was high profile. He married up. Yeah. And his name was Tufakaidiora. He was from Oportiki. So he wasn't really from here. But when he came, they had children and their sons were warriors. And uh, they lived up in Te Araroa, which is uh, not that far. It's, uh, I mean, things aren't far, it's just the roads aren't that good. <laughs> yeah, the East Coast so, roads are. I mean, it's actually dicey. 70 kilometres to Takaha from here. Yeah. Now, Takaha is like a two hour drive, but <laughs> as the crow flies, if we just went due northwest, yeah. we get to Takaha as 70 k's, which isn't far. Be useful to have a airplane or a helicopter well, around here, <laughs> almost be viable. Exactly, <laughs> but um, you know the road is just tortuous. It's you know Takaha seems like I'd rather go through Gisborne to get to Takaha. <laughs> but so Rua Taupari was from Hicks Bay. She came here about 450 years ago. Her parents were living in Tolaga yep. before she was born. Yeah. And they moved up to uh, Mangatuna, and her mother's name was Hinemodia. And Hinemodia and Te Aotaki was, uh, uh, was her husband. They moved to Mangatuna, which is between here and Tolaga, and they lived there and they had, they had two sons there. Mm. And uh, one of the sons, and he's got a long name, I won't say his name, <laughs> but he stayed here, he was adopted by um, uh, Hinemodia's uh, brother, yep. Tahania was his name, so Hinemodia and Tautaki, her husband, they had, a, they had two sons, they were adopted by an uncle, mm. and then Hinemodia and Tautaki went back to Hicks Bay, and that's where Rua Taupari was born. Rua Taupari is the princess is the name of this hapu here, ah, yep. the Fano Arua Taupari. That's the name where we're sitting. This house and this land yeah. is her direct ancestors of Rua Taupari. This is their land. So Rua Taupari is, was a woman. She was a princess, high chieftainess, and she came back here in her old age to die. You know, to come back to her brother and where her parents were. Her mother had always told her to come back, but she had issues with her husband. Yeah. So he wasn't from then. He took a younger wife, and then he was such a good warrior that they started giving him equal status to her. Yeah. She, and she didn't really like that, because he wasn't equal to her. And her, well, she he wasn't. But because of his warrior status and he was a great fighter and he he derived mana from her mm. but then he developed his own mana and they there's a there's a hapu up in Te Araroa called Te Whanua Tūwhakaiti Ora yep. and so she, she they started to defer to him and she felt a little bit he was on the I'm the queen not him <laughs> you know it'd be like everyone deferring to Prince Philip yeah. And not the QE2. <laughs> and QE, Queen Elizabeth will say, fuck off, I don't want you. <laughs> and 
So she came here and she set up here in, in Tokomari Bay and she did die here. Yeah. And uh, she is buried over at Mafai, you know, over on that point. Yeah. That's where yeah. Rua Taipare, that's where she was buried. And um, she's a very famous, uh, and she is the progenitor of the people here. So now, when was she? Rua Taipare is 
you know, they, they put um, uh, genes into um, potatoes from a frog or something, and then the, the potatoes can live in the cold, you know, survive yeah. the frost. Yeah. You know, that's, that's fine. That's helpful, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've got no problem with that. <laughs> There's 8 billion people now on Earth. Yeah, you're going to need to feed a lot of it's a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, eight billion people. I don't know how many cows. It's <laughs> a lot of sheep. cows. Yeah, you know, but you know, you talk about climate change and what's affecting the uh, yeah. the earth, the planet. Yeah, and um, it's cow farts. Yeah, and you know, and the and the cow pets, and yeah. you know, I, I actually worked it out. What, one day with the numbers on how much um, uh, cow shit is, is produced every day and urine and sheep. I, d I did the calculation, I just thought it would be an interesting exercise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thousands of tons. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. M millions <laughs> of tons. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, a, you know, that's another story, but yeah, oh. you know, people are getting upset about it tree planting and that but I can't get upset about that no I quite no. like trees myself yeah I like trees well the, th <laughs> the thing is we eat far too much meat for a start yeah 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 definitely. and um I mean not by choice because I enjoy used to, I used to enjoy eating meat but mm. I a few years ago I just developed an intolerance to it yeah yeah and I got real crook and I didn't know what it was and it was a delayed reaction to red meat, and yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I only found that out by oh, there's actually a program on the, on Australian TV called Catalyst. Yeah, I don't know if you watch Catalyst, but it's on the internet. But Catalyst is every Sunday, and it's a science program about yeah. new discoveries. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, a retired um, was she an immunologist? Well, she's in the North Sydney Hospital, and there's a university attached to that hospital in yeah. North Sydney, yeah. and she'd been there for many years, and she worked out this delayed anaphylaxis in all these people that were getting it on the east coast of Australia, yeah. from up in Queensland all the way to New South Wales, just in there. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a, an antibody from a, that a tick was transferring from mammals, sheep, Cows, pigs, horses yep. to humans. That's scary, isn't it? And it was something to do with galactose. Yeah, sugar. Yeah, and it would um, uh, the antibodies that the human developed. Yeah. Would it react with red meat? Oh, that's interesting. She worked it out. Yeah, yeah. Because it was delayed. It wasn't immediate. It was about nine, a six, seven-hour delay. Yeah. So you'd have your meal at six o'clock at night, well, whenever you you have your barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Three in the morning, you're in trouble. I I have to be careful what I say. My dad's um, he does a paleo diet, so it's mostly. Oh, does meat. he? Yeah. What's the paleo? Is that meat? It's um, you basically recreate your diet based on what early humans used to eat. So oh, okay. Oh, paleo is all right, I suppose. Yeah. And you do a lot of fasting as well. Oh, fasting, no problem with fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fasting's good. Yeah, so he'll eat, so. Um, he may fast for several days. 
Oh, I think he does. He doesn't eat before like one o'clock. Oh, that's some all days. right. Yeah, so yeah and has a window. Yeah, yeah, I think and so. And then eats um, kind of raw veggie, kind of plant and. He doesn't eat. He eats a few veggies, but mostly it's trying to stay away from carbohydrates. Oh no, fair enough. Yeah. yeah so it's it's a low carb sort of uh, keto type. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Diet. Oh, I've got no problem with that. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's a longevity diet. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I know all about that. Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I should probably anyway. take you back. Yeah, yeah all right, you go <laughs> back to the... We talk about, talk about genetics. Yeah, yeah you genetics. genetics and people yeah. changing their genetics with splice. Yeah. Well, is it them or their children? It's their offspring, really, isn't it? So you edit the DNA. Yeah, you edit, like, the DNA in the parent yeah and then let's say for example that the applications would be things like um or genetic illnesses like uh um cystic fibrosis say yeah that's an example yeah there's others yeah. and you'd take that gene out and you you know you'd substitute it or put in a healthy gene yeah or one that doesn't turn on i'm not up with genetics yeah um, I had I had uh, lunch with a geneticist from Dunedin the other week, and we talked a little bit of it. We mainly talked about music, though. Yeah, fair and enough. He's a music guy. Yeah, well, because you're a musician. Yeah, right? I'm a musician. Well, he had a he, he had a hearing aid. Ah, okay. And usually, either drummers or people who've been around music, his age. Yeah. And we're the same. We worked out we were born the same year. Yeah. He's about two months older than me. Yeah. Musos have hearing issues, whether yeah. it's um, uh, tinnitus, which yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it now. I have it all I've day. Got a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's going to get worse. Oh, God. There's no cure. Oh, great. Um, and so you have tinnitus, or you actually get um, a high frequency or high. Frequency hearing impairment. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you lose your hearing, and, and uh, in in the higher frequencies. Yeah. Yeah. I used. To, I said to him, "That's probably." I joke. I said it's probably evolution. It's in the area where children and women <laughs> speak. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can hear my voice. <laughs> as soon as a, a child or a woman, especially a screaming with a are yelling at you. You can't hear them. Because <laughs> your hearing's gone. Yeah, 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 that's it. But it's got nothing to do with that. It's the shape of your cochlea and where the, and where the sound is hitting. Well, it, that's there, actually there might be it, something to do with it. I mean... What, evolution? Yeah, well, there's strange <laughs> things out there. You never know, like, babies, no. babies tend to look like their fathers oh, when they're okay. first born, and apparently that's... Like to, oh, to create that, um, that connection, yeah, because yeah. they yeah, look attachment. like you, yeah, yeah, attachment. So you, you don't just run off, no. Well, yeah, I mean, it helps when your child looks like you <laughs> if you're the father, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's true. Yes, that is a very good point. <laughs> oh man, um, so yes, you have a son who looks like you, and that's oh, yeah, well, I do how we first met yes 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 you you'd watch one of his uh um what would you call it a podcast S- streams or a, a stream yeah. yeah one of my son's streams yeah so Rawiti's yeah. son uh 
already yes. looks just like Hayden. Yes, Hayden. He's DJ Spell. DJ Spell. People, yeah. not everyone knows who he is, but he's had a very, he's been very successful in his uh, career, which is, you know, sort of midstream at the moment. He's 35, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hayden. So, I'm just trying to think when I was 35, I was, you know, I was, I was pretty busy. <laughs> so, he's busy. Yeah. And, uh, He's he's great. He, he really is. He's good. Yeah, I don't yeah, we, truly. I don't kind of understand. I could, don't understand what he does. I I've, I've watched a couple of his um, with his sister, who's connected to the internet yeah. in that way, and we've watched a couple of his uh, live yeah. uh, streams. Yeah. And we've watched. He's on the YouTube, and I've watched a couple of those. I've actually got a playlist on my. YouTube Premium, and he's on it. I didn't know how he got on it, but he's remixing uh, a song. Oh, some. Oh, it was um, Cora. Ah, a yeah. song by Cora. Yeah. Cool. Who are the LAP boys? Yeah. It's the Cora Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've. Um, yeah, and so he, he's done a few uh, uh, collaborations with different artists. Yeah. And uh, but he lives in Melbourne now. And, yeah, he's very yeah. talented. Yeah. And he looks very much like you. Oh, does <laughs> he's he? definitely your oh, son. Poor follower, I feel sorry for him. <laughs> and he's, yeah, and even the mannerisms. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's funny. I see him, he does this. Yeah, he rubs his hands yeah, together. He rubs his hands together like this. Yeah, yeah. And when I look at his, he's not, he's a bit lighter than me because he doesn't go outside much. <laughs> I think he would tan up. His sister's a lot, um, she's an out, outdoor girl, yeah. so yeah, they they look similar if you see a picture of his, of his sister. Mm. You probably haven't yet, have you? No, no. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of her, right. and you'll go, crumbs. We'll, we'll pick that up on the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> oh, no, we better not. <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a granddaughter. Oh, well, I've got a granddaughter, and oh, she's beautiful too. Yeah. But listen, I've got a nice photo of I'll show you a picture of his sister. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um and so you're saying you weren't very technical because you can't watch uh your son's videos. No. But you also don't have a phone, which I thought was No, no, quite I'm cool. no, I'll never have a phone. Yeah. No, no, that's something <laughs> I, I, it's my sibling, my brothers and sisters think I'm but crazy my fa- my brother he bought me a phone in australia mm. mainly so he could ring me but i never answered it yeah. it was either i it was the battery was dead or i never knew the phone the number yeah and so no i'm i'm not sure what it is i don't think there's many people left that don't have phones oh i'm never going to have one yeah i think it's yeah. good i don't think get one no i watched people in those apple stores when they first started open and i thought this is a bit culty, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, well, and then one phone, they bring in a new phone, and what yeah. they do with it, and they all want the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, I think it's, it's <coughs> planned, planned obsolescence. Yeah, it's not yeah. very. I think it's a bit sneaky. Yeah, it, they outdate their stuff very quickly. Yeah, and then they show that they programmed it to slow down and yeah. not work properly. You know, so there are. I mean, you know, I'm not a consp- I don't buy into conspiracies that, uh, you know, I'm not into that. Yeah. But there are, people do conspire to make money. Yeah. 
That's just percent. business. Yeah. I've been in business, so, you know, there are not many rules when you're in business. Yeah. You talk about, <clears> um, you know, democracy and things like that. It doesn't apply in business. Yeah, that's true. Yes, make money. Yeah, that's and, the main goal. Yeah, yeah and, and like private business, you've got publics where you got to, you know, disclose and shares and all that. Mm. But when you're in a pub, private company, there are not many rules. Yeah, and with phones, it's kind of... Um, I know Aldous Huxley, Brave New World. Oh, have you okay. read that? Yes, yes. And how the whole metaphor yeah. is, it, is it, it's the pleasures or the... Yes. Convenience and well, they want the your good eyes. things that they use to control people instead of yes. being totalitarian and controlling people that way and saying you can't do yes. stuff. They control you by... Wow, they want your eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. They want you. And that's why a lot of these, like, you think, oh, free, this free, or oh, YouTube free. No, it's yes. not free. Yeah. When anything's free, you yeah. are the product. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I don't like that. And I also, the other thing is, I think sometimes you can become enslaved to technology, whereas I prefer to be the master. If I need it, I'll use it. Yeah. And I'd rather be in control of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's good. Do you kind of get it? Yeah, 100%. Well, like, I don't get into conspiracies too no, much no. either. Sometimes no. on this podcast, they're interesting enough. <laughs> Um, I think we've got mutual friends that are, uh, tend to conspiracies. Yeah. But yeah. I think they're overrated. I think it's 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 money that yes. is at the root of everything. Yes. And when people are scared that the vaccine might have microchips in it that they used to track you, I mean, yes. we already choose to carry around this technology yes. that allows companies and governments yes, to perhaps right. track us. and. Yep. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you see, my van, you know, that is that cannot be tracked. We're we're just looking at a <laughs> bright orange. Is it nineteen ninety? Oh, good question. It's Toyota Estima. Yeah, Toyota Estima. It's bright orange. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful car. It looks like a rocket ship. Yeah, it's called Mars. <laughs> it's called Mars. And it's um, it's a backpacker sort of uh, done the mileage so. They they sell them off when they've passed the use by date, and I got it for a good price, and I like it. Mm. I've never owned a van. That's the other thing. Yeah. Did I tell you that the other day? No. That's my first ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going back. No, they're great, eh? I can't believe it. Why, why haven't I owned a van? <laughs> I've owned cars. I've owned utes. I've owned SUVs and four-wheel drives. I've owned you know all sorts. Yeah. Never owned a van. Yeah, they're beautiful. I, I usually record this podcast in the back of the van. Oh, do you? In the back of the Toyota. Cool. Because it's got curtains and bedding yeah, and yeah, all yeah. soft surfaces. That's right. So you get quite good, good. Good sound. Good sound, yeah. Not yeah. too many echoes in there. No, so, um, yeah, I, d I think, uh, I mean, what, like I said, my sister my and my brothers, I've got three brothers my sister, they all think I'm a bit strange. I do have a, I do have a, um, a laptop, and I do have uh, a tablet. Yeah. And my brother usually programs them for me, but um, we Skype. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you. And mean. I video Skype to my daughter, mm. who lives in Hamilton, so she, I can do that. Yeah, that's what you need, really. Yeah. Well, I think so. <laughs> what do I need, you know. I, 
I mean, phone. I had, I had a pager for about fifteen years. Yeah. You know, people probably don't know what pages are, mm. but they were a way of getting in touch with me. I had to be on call for a num for <coughs> fifteen years for emergencies. Yeah. If you don't know, listeners, Robert <laughs> was a doctor. I was. I'm yeah. retired. Retired doctor. <laughs> and so for fifteen years, twenty four seven, I was available to be contacted. Yeah, I think that's got something to do with not wanting a phone. Yeah, yeah. I really mm. think that because you're you're hooked in the whole time, you know. It's like well, the pager was convenient. A, a human would answer. A, you'd dial my number. Yeah. And a, a someone would answer. A human. Yeah. Because um, I'd rang I rang it a few times. Say, oh, any messages for me? And they were polite. They would say my health center and they take the details and then page them to me send me a page message yeah. and I'd be able to so and so called phone this number yeah it was also before mobile phones so yeah, you know sure. we used to have, to have a landline to phone people yeah and um, 15 years of that I, my my ideal when I get older is sitting down uh, in a comfy chair and maybe drinking a couple of beers, yeah. smoking a bit of, uh, you know Ganja. what, yeah. <laughs> and just uh, calling my mates, you know, maybe I have a landline there and just... Yeah, well, well I've got a landline, Yeah. next door, and, and my father-in-law answers it, cause he, he's in his late 80s, 90 next year, yeah. he loves answering the phone, Yeah. yeah. and so that's the number I give people, <laughs> is the landline next door, yeah, yeah, so yeah, a human nice. will still answer it. Yeah. But you know, really, mobile, no one answers them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They don't. At it. Yeah. I've never, I've told, I don't know my son's phone number. <laughs> or my daughter. Yeah. So I've never phone, I've told them I'll never phone you. <laughs> I might text them on my wife's phone, because that's usually what I do. Like, I had to get hold of you know, Steve at the Blueberries. Yeah. I had to go through. The website, find his, I found his number, and I text him, yeah. and uh, told him I wasn't coming to work, and he was fine. And by the way, you might have to let me know if they're working tomorrow. I don't know. Tuesday. Okay. Oh, Tuesday is it? Yeah. He's going to spray tomorrow or something. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so, so you stopped practicing uh, being a doctor. Yes. Yeah. And you're now making music. And picking blueberries with me—that's yeah. quite—that's quite a change. Well, I'm—I'm I'm in my sixty-fourth year, so I yeah. think. See, a lot of people think they're going to live forever. That's, that's <laughs> another problem. I think that's the thing. Yeah, people think the industry—that they're the exception. Everyone yeah. else is going to die except them. Yeah. And but no, no, it's everyone's going to hit the bricks. There's yeah. no exceptions. Yeah. And I think the sooner people accept that yeah then they all you start i think life can be divided into like a rugby game 20 minutes 20 minutes into four quarters of 20 years yeah well i'm in the fourth quarter <laughs> and no, um home some people get into overtime yeah but that's the minority yeah and even that often isn't very enjoyable <laughs> well it, sometimes it's not depending on what you 
how hard you've played the first, you know, yeah. the first 80 minutes of the game. If you've played really hard, yeah, overtime is not very enjoyable. Yeah. So I'm in that area. I'm in my fourth quarter. Yeah. And I, I've, I've had a great run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still live in a dream, I think. <laughs> I think you are. Yeah, well. I truly, I yeah, think yeah. I am. Yeah. And um, I'm, my knees are getting a bit sore, you know, at the blueberries. But I did that really to meet some people and to, to get a bit of exercise, yeah. get outside, eat the blueberries. I mean, if yeah. there's a superfood, <laughs> if, if, if I went on a desert island and someone said, you're only allowed one thing to eat. Yeah. Blueberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'd eat. Really? Probably. Sick. You're not sick of them yet? No, no, no. If I could only choose, oh, okay, I'm trying to okay. think. One food. No, of course I'd like probably get sick of them. A yeah. desert island food. Yeah, desert yeah. island. If I'm only allowed one food, it yeah. would be blueberries. It, it provides everything. Truly yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the biochemistry and the, and the makeup of blueberries, it's pretty good stuff. Nutritional value, yeah. yeah. Yes, nutritionally very sound. What would be your desert island disc? Disc? Yeah. Gee, now that's a real good question. <laughs> you know what? Fulfilling this first finale, probably. I can never get sick of listening to that. And what song is Fulfilling it? Fulfilling this first finale, which is an album by Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I never get sick of listening to that. I've never got into Stevie Wonder. I need to, because a lot of people like, wow, well, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, there's, like, if I'm only allowed one disc, yeah. now, uh, one book, what would the book be? I'm not sure. It's a tough one, eh? Yeah, that is a tough one. If I could only have one book. Um... What would it be? Oh, I'll have to think about that. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Yeah, uh, but definitely that Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Genius. Absolute genius. Yeah. And if you break down his, you can break down his music on about five or six levels, depending on your understanding of music. Yeah. You can get really complex, but it's just on a very simple level, you know, well, it's accessible it's as well, it's but it's beautiful. also complex. Oh, it's very complex, if yeah. you want to take it to that level. Yeah. But you'd have to probably have, you know, degrees in musicology and things like that <laughs> to <laughs> understand it. Yeah, and you were already were um, a, you were a trained pianist? Oh, no, I'm classically here? trained, yeah. Classically classical trained, trained pianist. Yeah, so I, I went to my letters level. When I was 15, you know, I was been teaching. I was teaching music when I was 15. So, yeah. I, I, when when you're doing it, you, that's kind of normal. Yeah. It's not normal, but when you, if, when you do it, it seems normal. Yeah, yeah. So, so, it's <coughs> music theory and and harmony and, and uh, all those counterpoint, all those sort of things. I'd done that by the time I got to high school. Yeah. Cool. And it was never going to be my career, yeah. music. Mm. No, I mean, I, you know, I was the oldest, and so I was going to be a doctor. Yeah, which I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was bloody hard. 
Yeah. I don't. I, well, I don't think I was even meant to be a doctor. I don't know. I'd, I don't like doctors usually, but I think no, I'll no. Go but away I don't think you. I should have been one. <laughs> I, but my, my mother, you know, she wants me to be a doctor. And then yeah. our father died when I was still quite young. He, in fact, he died in Tolaga Bay oh, at the sure. end of the war. He had a, had a cardiac arrest Jeez. fifty years ago this February. Oh, far out. And our family are going to come back. Yeah. Like the son, like my brothers and sister, we're going to come back with our children and grandchildren, and I'm going to, and we can tell them stories about the grandfather. Yeah, and that's where he died. Yeah, at the end of that wolf fishing. Yeah, fishing. Yeah, well, it was five six o'clock in the morning. We were just talking about how we don't like fishing. Yeah, no, I never really fished after that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he loved, you know, he's an outdoorsman. He was a landscape. He was a landscape gardener, but he had glass houses, and so yeah. I grew up, you know, in the gardens and operating machinery and things like that. Mm. But we were—I was always going to be like from probably before I was born to all my—I was told I was going to be a doctor. Yeah. So I, that's what I did. Yeah. Why? Why do you think you weren't meant to be a doctor? Because I've done other things that I really like. Yeah. And I don't have any doctor mates. Yeah. They're strange people, man. <laughs> They're yeah. weird hosts. They're a special so, no, bunch, Some yeah. of them are nice. Yeah. I do, you know, thinking about it, I, you know, I, I do have some mates, but we're not really, uh, well, I, yeah, yeah, we're different. Yeah. It's, you know, and that's why, you know, when I, I've actually enjoyed just being me, Rawiti. Hmm. Not Dr. Rawiti. It's yeah. been nice just being Rawiti because people are funny around doctors. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all have, they get, have a wash, they wear their nice clothes. They, they, they're trying to impress you. And they're probably a little bit worried as well. They can be. Mostly they're going to tell me lies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, confessing things. Yeah, yeah. And most of it's not true. <laughs> but I think GPs have, doctors have become the secular press of our secular world. Yeah. Um, uh, whereas, you know, historically you would go to a priest and you would spill your guts of all, everything you want to and then the priest would give you absolution and you go away feeling better. I mean, yeah. people do, they go to the doctor. I mean, all I do is give them a piece of paper, but they feel better. Yeah, Nothing's yeah. changed, yeah, except yeah. they've got a bit of paper in their hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they go, man, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> but I've given them nothing. Well, I know I've sat and listened. Yeah, yeah so, I think that's a thing. And yeah. they've been able to tell me all their stuff. And the things they're worried about. Yes, and yeah. and um, you know it's water off a duck's back. I don't, I don't carry it. Yeah. I mean, if you, you can't carry all that stuff. Well, do you think that's why doctors are a certain breed? Because you kind of have to shut off that. Yeah. I don't know, that well, it starts part when. Of your brain. Yeah, it starts right in when you you get. It's like going in the military. I think in a lot of ways, you have to. Um, uh, not dehumanise, but you in the military you tend to set your you have to put all your emotional stuff over here, mm. and you you got to dissect the cadaver. Yeah, and you're 18. Yeah, yeah. That's not normal. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> to chop off a human. Yeah, yeah. 
and you've got a, a drawer full of heads. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And you and you're not de they don't deprogram, they just chuck you in. And the, the strangest thing about it, because I've got a friend who's um, almost a doctor. Oh, okay. And he said the formaldehyde that they preserve the bodies with, it makes you hungry. And so you well, come out of there. I couldn't eat ham and pineapple um, for a long time after. You know, ham would be like Hawaiian pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what, it's what that smells like. <laughs> ham and pineapple pizzas. Yeah, well, there's a lot of yeah. people who say you shouldn't put pineapple on pizza. No, that's so. right. Well, if you go to Hawaii and ask for Hawaiian pizza, they don't know what it is. Yeah, that's In true, Hawaii. Yeah. I wonder where it came from. <laughs> I don't it know. It? Someone's made it up. Well, they're not French fries either, right? They're no. <laughs> but but that's, that, the taste of a Hawaiian pizza is that formaldehyde. That's what, it's, that's what it reminds Well, that's what that reminded me of. Okay. It reminds me of that room where we had all these bodies and we were doing anatomy. You've got to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's your training. You sign up for it and you're excited. You're, you know, you're in, um, you've been trained in something you've been told you're going to be and, that's, mm. you know, you think that's it. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's a kind of a, it's a conditioning. Yep. Yeah. And just like being trained to be a soldier, mm. uh, you have to compartmentalize your emotions, put them here, yep. and go and do that. So you're setting yourself up for a lot of PTSD, really. You are setting yourself up to be traumatized, and you, you know, and so you bury, you have to put mm. that in a little box and do you, keep, it, keep it somewhere else. Do you think hey? the music helped you? Music. Well, that's that's funny. I've never stopped being a muso. Yeah. Like yeah. even when I was at university, like university, I was always I've been a muso the whole time. Yeah. And I was given some really good advice by a uh, professor of pathology. Mm. And I'm just trying to think. He's dead now. And he said to me, "Don't stop playing the piano or the organ." Because I'm an organist, I play a big pipe organs too. Really? Yeah, with my feet and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like when I travel now, I go into cathedrals and just get on the organs and yeah. play them. Oh, they let you. I've always yeah, about they don't asking. care. They don't care if you can play it. Like That's yeah, they go, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Bang, and I'll play it, and they yeah. go, "Oh, he, okay. can, he knows what he's doing." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I put this. I, I know all the stops. I was trained to do that, That's so awesome. I learned that. Yeah. Plus piano, but organ was. And we, we had a Leslie, we had a Leslie box and a Hammond organ at, at our school, right? You know, but I just used to like the sound. Yeah, yeah. And I put it through the Leslie. We didn't know it was a Leslie. It was just this big box that made a nice sound. What is a Leslie? It spins the sound. It's a Leslie box. It spins the sound from the organ. Really? So you get that. You, I mean, they're very, like, they're really expensive. Yeah. We didn't know that. And we had the, we like playing the, um, oh my sons, but everyone wants these organs now. And that had a, that had a um, pedal board too, a full pedal board. What was it? It's not a Sanyo, it's a Technics. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. We had a Technics organ at our school and so I learned, that's what I learned on. Yeah, yeah. So I was taught on the Technics, but they had a, an old Hammond B3 in the other room with the drawbars. Mm. And I used to go in there and play, you know, all sorts of 
or the peddlers. You never heard of the peddlers, yeah. but I used to play all their music, and yeah. I I used to like the sound of the Hammond organ. Yeah. Of course I did because it's a brilliant instrument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, music, yes, has definitely been um, a counterpoint for you know all that doctoring stuff. Yeah, because you told me you don't drink and you don't smoke. No, 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 I've never, never drank, I've never smoked, never been stoned. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might seem hard to believe, but it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. I've never, um, you know, I've been married to the same woman for 40 years. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's 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 not perfect, we've had our ups and downs. We've got two really nice children and we've got grandchildren and... You know, so um, truly lived the dream, yeah. I think. And you think music kind of... Music the whole time. Steady. Man, I've, I've played music. I, I mean, it connects me just... I, I believe it connects me to my mother. And uh, she's not living now. But um, uh, I find it, that connects me to her, I've found. Yeah. And so when I'm playing, people, you know, people say, oh, that was... I'm not. I'm actually not playing for them. Yeah, I'm playing for my mother. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And is it because she? What did she play music? No, she just liked listening to me. <laughs> but nice. my brother's a bit of music. My, yeah. I mean, my brother is—he never had a job. Yeah. But he, he's not number one. He's number three. Book son. Yeah. So he he went and did his thing. He left school and yeah. you know went touring. Japan and Asia when he was like 16 or 17 and he's uh, so he and he's a he's a jazz pianist and you know he's bloody awesome yeah and um, but I always said I taught him (laughs) people go what are you related (laughs) to Ben Gilgan and they say yeah I taught him what what is his name Ben same as you (laughs) Ben Ben Gilgan yeah Ben Gilgan Gilgan. Yeah, Ben Gilgan. Uh, so I'm Rawiri Gilgan. Rawiri Gilgan. And he's Ben Gilgan. Yeah. And Ben is, he's really well known. But again, the musos he played, has played with, continues to play with, yeah. they were all, you know, the 80s, 90s, 80s, 90s. He, he, he worked with a lot of these new young guys, young people, and he spent a lot of years in Australia working with, like, he's, he's played and worked with some of the top musicians on earth. Mm. And he would be one of, you know, he'd be in that top jazz pianist on on earth, walking the planet. But, um, and he knows those top guys too. Yeah. Um, but he's really modest fella. Uh, and, if uh, you're a Kiwi, you're always pretty Yeah, modest, and he's, yeah. he's now living in Ngarawahi. He's got a nice studio there. I'll see him this week and I'm going to record a couple of songs. Yeah. I've, rec- I've already recorded a couple, yeah. but he's fussy, oh, he's, just, he's a real fussy guy. <laughs> I think you have to be, yeah, if you Well, like, yeah, I didn't take, you know, don't, you're a bit serious, <laughs> he'll tell me to do another take, I'll say, what's wrong with that? <laughs> so he's, he's, um, he sings, he's, he's, he's taken, uh, he's a music director, yeah. so he's, um, he's, uh, I mean, once people work with my brother, they don't want to work with anyone else, mm. you know. And so he's he's very talented. And because yeah. uh, there's 
we were talking about it before, there's a lot of quite like well-known artists that come from this area of the coast. Oh, you're from Tokumara Brazi, right? Definitely. Do you know what it is that... Well, it's something... No, you know... Something in the air? No, I I think it's something in the the shape of the the throats. (laughs) 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 Their face. Because they sound... The sound is awesome. Yeah. The tenor, the quality of the sound of the people who sing here. Just even the kids. Mm. If you just... Now, I should qualify it because that sound I'd heard before, and I'd heard it in Hamilton where we went to school, but it was a boarding school and it took people from all over New Zealand. And that's where my parents met when they were building the school. And we attended this, but but there were choirs and kapahaka groups from that school that... Again, we took for granted the sound. And I've got recordings of them here, of the old Kapaka groups. And that was, that was the 1960s I'm talking about. Hmm. But that sound, I hadn't heard live until I came here two years ago and went to an Anzac Day um, I mean, a dawn parade and, hmm. and heard the singing. Yeah. And I thought, what's that? I've heard that sound before. And it was from from the school that it was people from this area who'd gone to live in Hamilton from here. Yeah. Because they all sent their children to the school. And so I'd heard that sound. But it, it, it's, you can ask any even Māoris. You ask, you ask people who are from here or who aren't from here and you say, Tukumai Bay, and they go, oh, tweening Ngāwai. Uh, Missy uh, Tekka and Tui Tekka is buried just over there, he's not from here <laughs> but he's buried here <laughs> um, all those people have produced music that if you go to a Maori hui anywhere in New Zealand they're singing their songs <laughs> and their music and so but the sound comes from here I think it is genetic. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's something. Because it's, it's, unless my ears are tricking me, mm. and I want it to sound like that, but I don't think so. Do you think it's the, it could be like the community of the place that builds a sound, or possibly? I mean, you know, this isn't a perfect community, like any community. Yeah. I mean, I'm from. I'm from the Waikato, I'm from Tainui, yep. and they do not sound like this. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a pocket down in the Hawke's Bay around Korongata, Bridge Park. See, a lot of people from here went there to live, mm. and they've got a nice sound down in, it's just south of Hastings, yep. just up the road from Teote College. There's a, there's a pocket of people, if you go there, you'll hear the sound there. So is that... It's just an interesting... And it's vocal. It's yeah. voices. And it, is it, like, often uh, part of the culture here to sing together? Like oh, yeah, back? yeah. I mean, yeah. in Māori culture, waiata is very important. Yeah. I think it's more important these days. I think it, historically it was about more teatea, which or more teatea, which is about 
chanting, mm. more chanting, monotone, maybe a couple of tones and and sync and rhythm. Yeah. And that was to learn Papa. That was that had yeah. sort of you know, it was um, alpha rhythms to learn to, wrote. So to, to learn, learn names. Your, learn your history for yes. music. Yes, and it would have so Yeah, and I don't, I, we didn't sing, you know, Western style yeah. before it <laughs> came here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't sing you know, like classical like I'm classically trained so I'm tuned into that. Yeah. Uh, I think historically Maori and there've been some really good ethno music musicologists. Um, one of them's uh, what's his name, McLean. He's still alive actually, he's retired now, but he's been in his nineties. And he has uh, recorded a lot of that old Maori music, mm. it's, and that's a really interesting that's subject. Important. Yeah, I think and, so. And so, whether that, I don't. I think this is developed with Western music, mm. the, the Western music tradition from post, uh, from European colonization, you know, from the treaty, say. Yeah. And that's where this music, this sound has come from. Because okay. it's definitely Western, it's beautiful music, it's a beautiful sound. Do you think what makes it unique is that... It's the tenor, it's just this, <clears throat> it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it, it's just, your ears like it. Yeah. It's smooth. Yeah. I mean, I think you get single malt whiskey. <laughs> and, then, and I don't drink whiskey. Yeah, yeah, and then you get a blend. And then you get blends. And single's always nicer. Yeah. And I had an accountant, and his his fee in Auckland was um, black label. Oh yeah. That's all he wanted. Johnny Walker. Yeah. And <laughs> he, I said, "How? You know, where's your invoice?" He says, "Give me a case of that, and I'm happy." Yeah. He was loaded. He did. He didn't need nothing. <laughs> he, said, he helped me. Yeah. And uh, maybe. Drinking single malt whiskey is probably the closest to how the sound of these people yeah. sound. I don't, I wouldn't have a clear whiskey. I think I've tried it once, it tastes of petrol, you know, it's horrible. Yeah, it's an acquired taste, eh? <laughs> so, um, a headache. but it's, it, your ears feel like they're in a nice warm blanket. Mm. You know, it's the sound is, if, if you had to explain it. Yeah. You know, it must be, you know, this, if there's a heaven, that's what the, the angels would sound like there. <laughs> cool. Well, it's, on this podcast, yes. I, I talk a little bit about how uh, music empowers people yes. and how, I think it was a toy. Yeah, it was, was too. Yeah. And how music brings people together and it, yes. especially... Um, people that have kind of been trodden down and yes. often colonizers yes. come in and they ban yes. the language but they also ban the yes. music because music yes. yeah, is what brings people together and even in New Zealand I mean the language was kind of beaten out of people yes. for a long time yes. and I'd, I'd like to see a lot of electronic music uh, taking inspiration from African rhythms yes. and African music yep. and Using that, I, I don't know, I think it'd be interesting to kind of take the, 
traditional Māori sound and kind of bring it, if you could. And, I don't know I, if that I would be... I think artists are doing that. Taboo, yeah. No, no, I don't think so. I think artists are experimenting with uh, electronic music or electronic uh, digital uh, um, programming and things like that. I think they are, and they're, and they're Māori and they... They're, I mean, Rob Ruha, his... Um, uh, 35 that won the song of the year I think this year really oh, yeah and it's about this road yeah yeah, yeah 35 is about and it, our house is in the is in the video <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah but when I first heard that and it's a choral group it's a choir of young people mm. when I first heard that you know that just emotionally it connects with well, with me it did so I'm going to stop the interview there, but what an interesting chat with Rawiri Gilgan. What a legend, and then what a knowledge of history of the area as well. I think it's so cool that he gives back to the community, and just a really special person that I met out here. What a legend. So on that note, we've been talking about 35 by Ka Hao, featuring Rob Ruha. So let's play the song to end the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks. It's a Paradise Delay podcast signing out. Be compassionate to your neighbour. And be compassionate to yourself. Peace.
Colorado State Highway 35 Don't go mad for a power pie Straight down to Florida Tamako bike Way way podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.